Welcome back to another Friday on the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. I'm so excited that there are those of you that have become loyal listeners. And for anyone new to the show that found me and stuck around, it is tremendously humbling to think about people actually wanting to listen to what I have to share. I wanted to share just a recent review that was left on the show. These bless me so, so much, and they really fuel my desire to keep serving my listeners. My friend, if you find any value in this show at all, I am asking you to just pause and take a moment to leave me a review on Apple Podcast. It truly lights me up, and it helps other people find the show. And you might get to hear your beautiful words right here on the show. For example... A reviewer named Turtle1973 titles her review, A Wonderful Resource for Christian Women Who Want to Lead Well. And Turtle says, I love the real talk approach of this podcast. Thank you for stepping out in truth and love. Women in leadership roles need more support. And even better when it has God in the center. Well, I say thank you and amen, sister. Women in leadership roles definitely need more support, and I believe that spirit-forward leadership is truly the answer. Thank you so very, very much for that review. Now, on to a topic that seems like an everyday occurrence for many of us. What do you do when you literally don't have time to do everything on your list? Now, I gotta tell you, I help women learn how to create more time for the things that matter most to them. And still, I am not immune to the overwhelm that comes when we literally have so much on our plate, it is not humanly possible to do it all. This week was some kind of weird, and I fell victim to my flesh, and I had an outright ugly cry due to overwhelm. Now to be fair, this happens a lot less often than it ever used to, because of the spiritual growth I've had and the strategies I've implemented. And thankfully, I do recover much more quickly from my momentary meltdowns because of it. If you struggle with perpetual overwhelm or a never-ending to-do list that is squeezing the joy out of your life, I want to invite you to connect with me. Let's talk about how I can help you start to create the life God has for you. And for a limited time, you can get 40% off the regular price of a one-on-one strategy session with me. Go to gracefilledleader.com slash more time method and grab your slot. That's gracefilledleader.com slash more time method. If you can't find a time that works for you, please, please send me an email and we will find a time that works. Okay. Now, back to my meltdown. It prompted me to want to talk to you about what you actually need to do when you have more to do than you have time for. So pull up a chair, grab a notebook and pen, and let's get after it. Welcome to the Gracefield Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever, but never really feel good enough, no matter how much outward success you achieve? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, 
Christian life coach and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you self-care routines and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to stop people-pleasing and start living and leading God's way, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Y'all, I don't know if it was girl hormones or if a full moon was coming or what, but this past week was weird, and I certainly let it get the best of me one evening especially. As I've said probably too many times, I work full-time and then some. My husband has a very busy business and expects a lot of support from me with his work. We have an ongoing remodel project in Canada that takes almost every weekend. We have a rental and another property we are working on. I am podcasting and trying to build my coaching business, which I am really passionate about and I refuse to give up because I really feel God called me to it. And now I was informed that I have to stay in our house without decreasing any of the other ways in which I am giving my time. And it is assumed that my purpose work should take backseat to everything else. But I'm just not willing to compromise that. It is the equivalent of saying no to God, in my opinion, and I'm just not willing to do it. And to suggest that I should sacrifice that made me feel not seen or heard or respected. I've communicated how much this work fills me up. So I was hurt by the suggestion that it was expendable, even on a temporary basis. Anyway, sorry, I'm airing my dirty laundry a bit, but I told you that this is a place where I would share truth, vulnerability, and authenticity. So sometimes you get in on the messy parts of me, okay? (laughs) I share this story because I became completely overwhelmed by everything that is on my plate or expected to be on my plate anyway. If I add up all of the hours it would take to do everything I want to or have to do, it literally requires more than 24 hours per day. So what does that tell me? Well, number one, it tells me that not everything on my plate, on my plate is necessary or God assigned right now. Because guess what? God doesn't make mistakes, people, and he only gave us 24 hours a day. And he does intend for rest to be a part of those 24 hours. Number two, it tells me I have to slow my roll and figure out what is priority. What are the things that have the highest consequence if left undone and the things that are necessary for our daily functioning. Number three, what are the non-negotiables? 
the things that have to stay on my list because they are essential to my well-being, without which I struggle to accomplish anything else, at least not with any semblance of grace or purpose. I shared in episode 60 that I am on a health challenge and I'm choosing to prioritize some healthy habits. Historically, those things would be the first to go in my seasons of overwhelm. Well, I'm off to a pretty good start, actually, and that is going to be one of my non-negotiables. Number four, I need to pray for God's intercession. I need him to fill me with grace, and I really need his help when it comes to my husband's expectations and the expectations I hold for myself. Ironically, my devotional today was about God being a God of healing, that he can heal every aspect of brokenness. We are healed to some degree just by being in his presence, but he has so much more for us, available to us and those around us, if only we would ask. Our responsibility is merely to ask and to trust him. His healing may not come in the time or the way in which we ask, but be assured, he will bring restoration in his way and his time. Some scripture that speaks to this principle. First of all, James chapter 4 verse 2 says, You have not because you ask not. And Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. And finally, the fifth thing this week's emotional experience of overwhelm told me is, once I'm able to determine what is important, what is a priority, and what I need to focus on, I have to learn how to effectively and graciously communicate that. I am the only one who can set my own boundaries and communicate my needs. And this is done most effectively if I can do it with some grace and love. Well, amidst the onset of ugly cry, grace and love were not exactly at the forefront of my mind. So what then? Well, unlike past patterns of reacting and creating more drama, I took a little time to have my feelings and do a little walking business meeting with God. I walked and I cried and I prayed by myself for several miles. It was downright therapeutic. It allowed me enough time and space to be able to come back and communicate with some level of calm and truth about my capacity. I was able to explain that my work is important to me and I am committed to being consistent with it. I explained that I'm struggling to keep up when I never get a weekend at home and I have to figure out how to squeeze all of the household needs, my podcast and coaching work, and now staining the house into the four evenings that I'm left with. My nearly 50-year-old self just can't burn the candle quite like I used to. I need to feel like it's okay to just recharge sometimes in the evenings. So I am going to need some weekends at home 
to stay in the house and catch up on other things. I cannot go to Canada every single weekend like we have been. It may take longer to get the projects done, but that is just the reality of my capacity. And guess what, guys? I felt heard, and as I'm recording this, it is the tail end of the weekend. A weekend that I was able to stay home, catch up on laundry, do some staining on the house, do a little podcast and coaching work, and plan my menu and grocery list for the coming week. I feel so much more at ease. And I really feel like I was heard, and so far, my boundaries were respected. So how can you apply this story to your life? Well, let's reiterate the steps that got me to not feel so overwhelmed. First, stop to gain some awareness around the fact that you are likely putting too much on your plate and some of it just doesn't belong. Maybe it doesn't belong at all, or maybe it just doesn't belong right now. Second, figure out what is of utmost priority. What are the things that have the highest consequence if left undone? What is essential to the functioning of your household? Number three, figure out the non-negotiables that are necessary for your well-being. The things that fill you up and allow you to recharge and function at your best. For me, some of the top ones are my morning devotional time, getting eight hours of sleep at night, and the healthy habits that I'm committing to. Step four, and this might be every step before, after, and in between. So put step four on repeat. Pray for God's strength, His wisdom, His endurance, and His healing over whatever brokenness is being uncovered for you. Maybe it's being uncovered within yourself, your relationships, your loved ones. Give that over to Him and then trust Him to bring healing and restoration. And finally, step five, feel your feelings and when you are able to do so in a grace-giving way, communicate your needs and your capacity. Be clear about the boundaries you need to set for yourself and why they are important. Ask for what you need. Be honest about why this is important to you. I sincerely hope that you will be met with validation and support. But if not, that's not really on you. Other people get to feel what they feel. And sometimes it's, under dis- un- it's helpful to understand why they feel that way. But ultimately, it doesn't mean that you should not honor the boundaries you have to set in order to create the life God has designed for you. I hope that some pieces of this resonated with you today. Time is the most valuable commodity we have, in my opinion. It is the currency with which we create moments and memories. We can't make more time. So it's so important to give thought and intention to how we use it. It is the most valuable gift we can give to another human being, to our children, to our spouse, to our friends, 
and to ourselves. That becomes clearer to me every single day in my own life, in the lives of the women I coach, and in the lives of the people in my sphere of influence. I am guessing you are or you will be learning a similar lesson as you navigate your busy lives. I am so very grateful that you are generous enough to give me a bit of your time every week to share in this passion work of mine. Truly, I am so truly grateful. I think I said truly a lot of times. It is a dream of mine that someday I will get the honor of meeting some of you face to face. But until then, my friends, may you be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.